0: This is episode number 170 of The Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Homeowner Show. We're so glad that you could join us for another live episode of The Homeowner Show. How you doing, Kev? I'm fantastic. Doing well. How are you, man? I'm doing well here in round 2 of this attempted episode. <laughs> for those of you that joined us live on Facebook a few minutes ago, we're back. Yeah. Thanks for uh sticking with us cuz yeah. you just never know here. It was just it was just the warm up. We usually do that off air. Today yeah. we decided to go with public humiliation. Well, you know what? Look, and if you go looking for it, we already deleted it. Yeah, good luck. So. It's not there anymore. <laughs> It's not there anymore. You know what? I heard something pretty interesting today. Yes. Did you know? Nope. Well, you probably did know this. It is illegal uh-huh. to um set fire to your house. Right? I but if you need to, for one reason or the other, don't expect insurance to, to help.
1: You're however, talking
0: gibberish. However, <laughs> if it's my house, I can set it on fire. If you really <laughs> need to set your house on fire, uh huh. You know, there's stipulations in there for stupidity. Right. That they will, insurance will step in for stupidity. So just try to fry a turkey in your living room. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Did you watch like a video of this or something? No, it's just problem solved. I heard it somewhere else and I was like, this here, this is gold. Who do you know that tried this? I, I don't know anybody Are that tried it. Well, Are you not naming names? Well, no, I don't know anybody. I'm just thinking, just you know, off the Ryan, Ryan A. Duddle, I need to know, would this suffice? Would the... <laughs> you know, you can't use alcohol or you know gasoline to burn your house, but if you use a turkey fryer, turkey in, fryer? Your, in your living room, mm-hmm. that might do the trick. So what if it's not a turkey fryer? What if you just tried to fry a turkey mm. in your in kitchen? The... <laughs> well, I would think, look— Kitchens are intended leg- to fry things. Yeah, you're, and yeah, it, it. As long as I think it's a legitimate appliance, uh-huh. That just went wrong, right? Crazy stuff happens all the time. Yeah, it absolutely does. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if you need to do that, that is an excellent thought, an excellent idea. You know, you could be like, you're in the middle of, like, look, I fried a Twinkie. Mm-hmm. I was frying a Snickers. Right. It's frying a Kit Kat. Sure. And all of a sudden, it just came to me. I mean... I got this big pot of boiling oil. Mm-hmm. I got a turkey. That's right. It's kind of thawed. Yeah, mostly. I should fry the booger. Sure. Well, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Right? New and house. New that's the worst that's, that could... <laughs> the, <yeah>, the worst <laughs> that could happen is I got a brand new house, you Brand y'all. new house. Yeah. I'm just so, curious. Yeah. There's nothing... <laughs> fraudulent about that at all not at all just a stupid turkey fryer what i what i would tell you delicious succulent meat that's right what that's my crime what i would tell you is delete the homeowner show off your phone (laughs) (laughs) but your social media before you you do that so that there's no evidence of treat treat your crime with a modicum of intelligence well look i i'm I'm nothing if not, you know, thoughtful <laughs> behind how you get away with things. Everything I want to do. I just want, yeah. It's, it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> well, how are things in your world? Uh, You know, I survived the plethora of Christmas parties. Uh-huh. Well, you still got one more. I got I one know more. At least. I, well, I've survived all of them up until now, okay. which is impressive, by the way. Yeah, it um, is. I don't. This may come as a shock to many of our... I don't like to party. Well, you... Okay. I mean, you like people. I like people. You like people being around. I like certain people. Yeah, I think that's probably a really good... Yeah. yeah. I want certain... You want certain people around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially like when it comes to like groups. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Which, I mean, that makes total sense. So, anyway. Yeah. I've, I've survived up until now. We got one more. So I don't know that it's going to be the hardest one, but it'll be a fun one. Well, it's going to be one that people will not judge you for. Yeah, for I sure. I so. could have cared less about the other ones, So Well, sure, but <laughs> this one you can really care less yes. if you want to. Well, no, I care. I mean, Do you? I, I, just because I don't like people doesn't mean I don't love people. Uh, yeah, those are big, big delineating factors. Yeah. Yes. I still want the best for you. Right, just don't want to just do it somewhere else. Talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, so but, but for the for the party, so going back a few episodes, we reviewed. I think I yeah, here's one. because um, I got a box of them. These these TP Link Casa yeah. smart plugs. Yeah. 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 So I've been having lots of fun with these things. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I did is I hardwired a Christmas globe into the ceiling of my party deck. Oh um okay so i took kev out there i think it was last week and i was like hey check this out yeah so i voice commanded the christmas globe through the smart plug mm-hmm. through the alexa to, mm-hmm. to turn on and it makes like this pretty kaleidoscope of like, it's it's similar to a disco ball yes i mean it gives a similar effect See? only I, I i like to create the atmosphere of a party yeah <laughs> <laughs> you're like as long as no one shows up we're great yeah, <laughs> just don't make my attendance an obligation. Right,
1: because yeah. then
0: I won't want to go. Sure. I, I mean, look, I think that's totally legitimate. Mm-hmm. Well done, Craig. Thank you. Yeah, it was a pretty cool effect, I'll tell you that. Fine thing. Yeah, it, it, well, it looks really cool with all the lights off, but you can still have it with the lights on as long as it's nighttime. Can you adjust the colors no. on that thing? No. So well, I – the reason I – it's it's a $20 light. Yeah, it's a so It's a Christmas light is right. what it is. It's one of those you usually put it in a stake in the yard. Yeah. You bounce it up on the house. It spins around. It's it's a way for lazy people to not have to put Christmas lights up. Yes. Okay? Um, and so I had this idea. I was like, I wonder if I could do this up in the ceiling and drop it down on the floor so we could just kind of have like a cool effect. And I didn't want to spend $60 on a light and then have the idea not work. Sure. But I don't mind having a failed $20 idea. Yeah. So I went with that. And it turned out great. Yeah. I, I think you could put up like two more. I, yeah. Easily. And it would be really cool. Yeah. I mean it's cool with one. Yes. But I think you put a couple more up there and it would be – Do you think I need different ones? Yeah. Maybe different colors. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Because they have ones that do like uh, shapes. Like, you can get, like, Santa Claus's spinning yeah. around. You can or... get some uh, Disney characters. You could, yeah. Mm, there you go. Well, like, here's the thing, though, is, like, I wouldn't mind the one I have now when it's not Christmas. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I I feel like I need to be, because I don't want to climb back up there again. No, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I wouldn't either. So, I mean, it's cool I like it now, but, like, I just don't want to do it again. Yeah. So, well, I don't want to have to take it down. Once I sure. do it, I just want to leave it. Sure. So. Yeah. Anyway, I understand. So that's 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 what's going on there. Yeah. We want to do plugs first? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well we're gonna start off with uh gotta pay the bills. Yeah, we've gotta pay the bills. So our first uh sponsor is Sustained Growth Solutions. So all you homeowners out there, you may not wanna listen to this. Maybe you do. I don't know. But uh for you business owners. Well you're gonna this yeah, you're gonna hear it anyway. <laughs> this is for you specifically. Look, we understand that growing a business is sometimes difficult. There's a lot of factors involved, and one of the biggest factors is where are you going to get all your clients from? So Sustained Growth Solutions steps in, develops a custom-built lead generation system where they send all the leads straight to you for one price, and it's a great system. So hit them up. Ask them, hey, how can you help me grow my business in 2022 and not just go from you know, good to okay, whatever, go from good to great to amazing, all those things. Sustained Growth Solutions is your solution, so give them uh, some information, and they'll get back with you. Uh, email is the best way to get with them right now, info at sustainedgrowthsolutions.com, and uh, I think you'll be happy to talk to them. Awesome. This episode of The Homeowner Show is also brought to you by Termisave. Termisave is the only residential termite warranty system on the market. It is built to defend your house against persnickety termites, and termites can do a massive amount of damage. And the treatment for termites can be really expensive. It can come at the worst time. You're trying to buy Christmas presents. You're trying to you know, get your financials together for the end of the year you're worried about what's coming in 2022 and you just don't have thousands of dollars to spend on a termite treatment that's where termosave steps in it protects you it is a warranty for when termites attack your house the treatment is just covered it costs 35 dollars a month if you don't have it yet give them a call reach out to them online you can go to termosave.com fill out their simple form and get started having your home protected today yeah, all right, Kev. We're getting into it. Yeah, here we go. It's, it's been almost two years now, dude. It's been too long. Uh huh. But I don't think things are changing. No, I mean we're we're here, right? Right. Co COVID is. I I think I think it's fair. Like like neither one of us are scientists, so no. like we're just gonna be talking completely out of our rear on this. Sure. Well, not completely. We've done. We, yeah. I. We're we're not complete rears. Yeah. Yeah. Like a one we, left cheek. Yeah. <laughs> We know more than some people. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. But anyway, I I think it's fair to say at this point COVID's an endemic. Yes. It's here. Right. It's not going anywhere. No. So we're going to start seeing the effects of that the way in which we buy, live, and sell our houses. Yeah, I think we're already seeing a lot I, of those I things. I think we are, yeah. And uh, those of you who are real estate agents out there or have done any real estate purchasing or selling You've already experienced some of these things, but honestly, we we don't have a list tonight or anything. We're we're just kind of going off some some hunches that we have, some things that we believe to be true. Which at the end of the year here, I mean, we we've done you know however many episodes we do every year, yeah. Which is like 52. 50, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yep. 52 episodes. That's all you get. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, we, so we pick up a lot. We talk to a lot of people. We actually, you and I actually go to quite a few events. Yeah. And so we're talking to real estate agents, we're talking to insurance agents, mm-hmm. we're talking to contractors, plumbers, electricians. We're talking to these guys all the time. And so we're learning lots of stuff. And, and so we just kind of wanted to share with you a lot of the stuff that we've picked up over the last year, two years, really. Uh, about the way that your home life is just going to be completely different going forward. And and so let me let me do a little bit of history here because we, we actually had another pandemic not too long ago, almost exactly 100 years ago back yep. in 1918. Yep. You remember what that one was? Yeah, you, know, you weren't there, but well, you, know no, no, what, no. you know what that one was? Spanish, Spanish flu. It was the flu pandemic. Yeah. 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 So we actually had a lot of innovations happen in the home because of that. Okay, so a big one was the invention of the powder room. Mm. Okay. We didn't have powder rooms in homes. Is this where they stuffed their guns with powder <laughs> before they <laughs> left out on the hunt? No. Oh, that's not the one? That's not the one. Okay, because so, I was going to say that one didn't survive. But, right. <laughs> well, it, you know, and I don't even know that a lot of people even call it the powder room anymore. No, they don't. But it's a half bath. sure. You know, and it's it what the reason they started putting them in homes it was it was a it was a half bath near the entrance of the home that when visitors came they could go in and wash their hands right before interacting with anybody else sure because they were coming from you know, they could potentially be bringing in germs or whatever and so they would just go in there and wash themselves mm-hmm. quickly before they engaged the rest of the home or if you were coming home from work or coming home from the store wherever you come you come in the powder room wash your hands move on with your life yeah you know interact with the rest of the family uh-huh. one of the other ones. I didn't realize this. Up until then, most people kept all of their clothes together. Okay. It wasn't until after 1918 that it became popular to put built-in closets in every bedroom. Really? Yeah. Well, that today is what defines a bedroom. Right. You cannot list a home with a bedroom unless there is a closet in the room, right? Yeah. So that's that was a big change that happened then because not, not – Bedrooms just didn't have closets. Where did they keep all their stuff? They had like armoires and and things like that. Oh. Yeah. Well, so, and they did it in order to keep the clothes separate. Yeah. So that you couldn't pass contaminants from one, you know, and they believed that you could transfer germs. And you know, you you can transfer some things like that if you're not washing the clothes. You know, like if you, especially up north, if you have a coat that you wear like every day. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, things like that. Well, there. I mean, so the house that I grew up in was it's in it's in West Texas. Mm-hmm. My parents still live there. And they have a, um, it's very much a farming community. They, commute, they, they farm cotton, other things, but primarily cotton. Well, interestingly enough, when you walk into, uh, at, well, so you park in the garage, you walk into the laundry room. Mm-hmm. Just off the laundry room, uh, you know, on the back side of the house is a full bath, uh-huh. and there's a closet in there. Yeah. I mean, how many bathrooms? Like a full walk-in closet. Oh, a full walk-in closet yes. in a bathroom. In a bathroom. That's crazy. Yeah, well, you think about it. It's because the farmers would come in just dirty, like uh-huh. crazy. And so he could literally go in, strip down in the in the laundry room, walk into the bathroom, take a shower, and he's got his clothes right there. Huh. And then he can enter the rest of the house. And that this, and So it's it's a common thing in farming communities to have that sort of setup. And so you you look at trends like this and you uh-huh. go, okay, there's a reason for this. It, it would be odd if you walked into that house that I grew up in and, and went, why is there a full walk-in closet with clothes and shelves and the whole nine yards yeah. in here? But if you understand why, okay,
1: well, makes that sense. makes sense. Yeah. I think
0: that's what we're going to be – Seeing moving forward yes. are some very intentional things that are going to happen that even three years ago people would go why mm-hmm. what's the what's the purpose of it? it's wasted space in fact there's a lot of homes that were built with quote unquote wasted space that are not being wasted today right you know yeah so one of, one of the other trends that came out of the uh, the 1918 flu pandemic is subway tile oh um, why. Because it became easier to sanitize a room, Mm. particularly bathrooms, kitchen areas, and Uh things like that. Um, So up until then, it wasn't really popular to put subway on a wall. I mean, not not subway, put tile on a wall. Sure. Um, But then it was because it's, you know, it's... So why did they start making it pink? I don't know. And like teal and green. Yeah. I, I'm you're you're not going to convince me that that was a good trend. You're talking about like the uh the the toothpaste green. Oh yeah. 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 And I mean literally, we still have a room, a bathroom at the house that I grew up in. that's the pink bathroom. The that's pink what bathroom? we call it. It's yeah. the pink bathroom. <laughs> and when I the first the, house that I ever bought, is the had, bathtub pink? Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. The the toilet is pink. Yeah, and it's like once you go that way, it's like well, if what I, do I you replace do? that one, I gotta replace that one. Exactly. <laughs> I, the first house I bought had pink tile in it. Ooh. And it's just like, and and to make it better, uh huh. They so so you know I mean the, the tile only went up a certain height, right? Uh-huh. Whatever that is, like I don't know four feet or something. From there, they painted it. Dark brown. They painted the tile? No, 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 no. Just the wall. Just the wall. Because the, the tile went up, you know, so four brown and, and half feet. Brown and pink. Dark, dark brown. So that 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 was their way of fixing it. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was bad. We 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 changed it. <laughs> yep, we changed it. You didn't do anything with the pink tile? Oh, we did something with it. We <laughs> chunked that stuff. <laughs> Broke it up into little pieces and chunked it. Uh, so. All right. So you know enough with the history what 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 are some things that, that you're you're recognizing or seeing out there that you know are, are, is gonna be different yeah so uh, one of the things I, I think is is gonna be huge and I think there's a lot of things that play into this and it, it, I, I alluded to it a minute ago is you know there are a lot of homes that were built with office spaces in the front of the house mm-hmm. that were just pretty much useless I mean, people would sometimes turn them into a bedroom they would um, Maybe put a desk in there, but it's really just show more than anything, a place to put books or something. Uh, but but what I think is going to be way more increasingly prevalent is home offices uh-huh. and 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 not necessarily the way that they were done 10, 20 years ago where they you – know, you walk in and just to the left or just to the right, there's this office space. I think it's going to be strategically built in a place in the house – that is maybe like off the bedroom yeah. or in the living, not in the living area, but in the sleeping area. It's in a, it's in a different location, but it's a large, good, you know, really nice office space that you feel like, look, I can, I can be in here and really enjoy it. And I think it's going to be going to have windows in it. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to be on an outer, an exterior wall, those sorts of things. Um, and so People are working at home. Yeah. Remotely Still. working is going to not go away. I, I have a lot of friends who have said, look, we're, we're not going back. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these companies have decided I can reduce overhead. I can increase productivity in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and we're not losing anything. No. And, uh, you know, my, my people are happy because they're not making an hour commute every day, you know whatever right yeah i think i think you're right and i i think one of the things as as we move through this conversation that people need to realize is the things that we're suggesting are going to m- make it necessary for people to have larger homes yes o- overall yeah because what i'm what i'm what i'm about to add to what you said is i think i think you're absolutely right you know spot on 100% people are going to want more sophisticated bigger nicer home offices it can't just be desk in the corner anymore. Nope. Like I need and, and and I think some of this is going to be personality, right? I think some people are going to want like this needs to be the room that I can shut the door and that's where I go to work and everything else is the house. I think other people are going to be perfectly fine with it being integrated into a larger room. Yeah. You know, where it, but like you're still going to need more space because, well, it's not just a desk and a computer anymore. You're going to have to have Other things in order to do your job. I mean, some some people are going so far as to setting up green screen rooms, yes, so that they can do these Zoom calls, so that their their privacy is not invaded upon when they're doing these conference calls. Um, And that's not the only reason you do it. You just don't want people to know, you know, the bed in the background, yeah, or like you don't your your house is a mess and you don't have time to clean it, but you got to get on the conference call. Yep. Um. So a green screen is just an easy solution to to solve something. You just Mm -hmm. put put a curtain behind you. That's right. So so along with that, I think we're also going to start seeing separate school rooms mm. in houses. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, like for, for us, uh, we decided to move our kids into a different – so we're doing a flex school. Yeah. It's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. So like for those of you that don't know, it's half school, half homeschool. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a private school, but the, my kids go to school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Right. And then they're home the rest of the time doing homeschool, working with mom and dad – You know, and, but they're also, you know, they're home Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Right. Which has been, but by the way, if you have the opportunity to check out a flex school or attend one and it works for your family, I highly recommend it. We love it. Um, But we have had to change the way some of the rooms in our house work in order to accommodate three kids doing school at home because, you know, they need to do that stuff at the same time. They all need a workspace. They don't need a lot of workspace. They need a place to do like some worksheets and read a book and all this kind of stuff. But like I, I think you're going to start seeing parents, you know, have this in the back of their mind. Hey, I remember when everything shut down and, you know, Johnny and Susie had to do school from home. And what a nightmare that was that they just completely took over the kitchen table. Yep. And, you know, how, how that worked for that family, you know. And, and so now when they look at a home, they're going to be going, okay, like this is like – we got the we got the living room, we got the family room, but could the family room double as like a like a school room? And so just these dedicated, like what you're talking about before with the office, dedicated spaces where like that's where you go to do homework. Yeah. And especially like you know I I think there's gonna be and I hate to use the word like PTSD, but like some mm-hmm. some just like hard memories of like your your room needs to be your room. Yeah. You know, you don't. That's not. That doesn't need to be the place where you work, where you sleep, where you right. school, where you study, where you do yep. everything, because you'll just drive yourself nuts. Well, it's, it's one of the reasons that that dorm rooms are are challenging. Yes. You know, because it's like, look, I can't do everything in this space. Yeah. I got to get out. I'll kill you somebody. That's, that's right. And it might be me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's definitely gonna be you, but it might be me. Well, <laughs> I'm not going first, and so it's gonna be that guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I so I think that there's some other things that play into that. I think what we're going to see is we're going to see younger people buying homes earlier mm. as well. Because I again, you know, I I think especially in in metropolitan areas where, you know, maybe maybe, you know, the the millennial people uh of, of today um they lived in an apartment, mm-hmm. and while apartments are great for a lot of things, I mean, goodness, you got a lot of amenities. You got a pool there. You got a workout room. You got a community to be a part of. They've got dog parks. All the things you really need are right there. But the, again, the problem is, is, like my house needs to be bigger. Yeah, I, I need more space. I need to be able to spread out. I need, I want friends to come over because. We're not meeting at the office anymore. So if I've got some you know, some time to spend with my friends, I've either got to come over or, and well, I don't have a space for that. I definitely don't have an office. So I might as well just invest that money, which is another thing that I think is going to be really big is the investment mm-hmm. in homes is something that I think people are going, look, there's a lot of value in real estate. And one of the things that we found was that even during a pandemic, the real estate market – That stayed up. Yeah. You know, it's like that's a, that was a good investment. Now, I know that there's been times in our history where owning real estate has been a problem for people. Not even that long ago, a little over, you know, a little over 10 years ago, that was a problem, but it wasn't through the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Well, it – let me say, let me say this i I think I think you and I probably have a different perspective like even on apartment living than other like because when you start looking at like metropolitan areas you start thinking about like Chicago New York yeah uh, even like Miami uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones um, that would be like this anyway like You and I, like, we complain about the apartment development going on around here, and you're right. I mean, like, they have pools and dog parks, but like, you start moving into like inner city, Mm -hmm. it's a whole different ball game living in an apartment. They don't have those things, you know. And and I think a lot of people who got stuck in one of those during the pandemic are be like, "How do I get out? Yeah, what's the quickest route out of here? Yeah, it's it's super cool to live there if you're not ever there." Yeah. You can have a loft apartment if you don't ever have to be there. Yes. You know, I'm at work, I'm, I'm living in downtown because I'm working downtown. It's that whole vibe and everything, right? But it's like, I got know where to go. Mm-hmm. I can stay here. Nothing, nowhere for me to be. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. It's no I good. don't like that. It's no good at all. Yeah. So anyway, uh, another thing that I think is going to pop up, and again, like I think I think families are going to start looking at, I need to buy the most house I can afford. Yes. Because I think one of the other things I houses are going to be popular to have is a quarantine room. Mm. You know? Yes. Like, hey, you think you're sick? Go to the quarantine room. Yeah. You know? Yep. We got a mini fridge. We <laughs> yeah. got your own bathroom. You can hang out down there for you know, like the next eight days. We'll leave your meals. At the, you know, however, however that works with your family. Um, you know, and I, I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, like, you know, I, if I'm sick or if my kids are sick I'm going to be with them. I don't I don't care if they've got whatever. Sure. Um but like if you have like an older person living in your home, yeah. You know, you you might need you know, you might need the older person to be able to take advantage of that. Sure. Um or you know like a um like a mother-in-law shed in the back. Yep. Something like that. I I think homes that have those kinds of options with you know, above garage apartments or, or whatever that is, that it's going to have that extra living space, so that people who are ill and you need and you have health issues where you need to separate from people, you have that option. Yeah. You know, and I think people are going to be looking at homes when they buy them to go, oh, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. That would have been nice to have, or yeah, we wouldn't have all gotten sick, or you know, how, however that works. Um, I think I think people are going to be looking at those kinds of things. I agree. As I've been as I've been doing a little bit of research on this kind of stuff, I've been looking at what some architects are doing okay Uh, i'd actually be interested to hear what uh david applebaum yeah has to say about this but one of the things one of the trends i'm starting to see is big wide open windows yeah that you just stole one of mine oh did i yeah <laughs> That's fine. No, it's it's just I a, agree. It's a trend I'm seeing, and I think it's because it gives the feeling yep. of being bigger and being outside it and, does. And, and having more space. And so you're able to create that atmosphere without actually having to put the you know, the square footage down on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously you're having a little bit of loss of privacy, but with a lot of this kind of stuff, people were like, I don't care about my privacy. I just want to be around people. Yeah, and honestly, so we live in a house that has huge windows, uh-huh. right? Big windows, tall, like like literally floor to ceiling windows. We have two rooms that are just floor to ceiling windows, yeah. Pretty much the whole thing, and it it really creates that open, more more light coming in, which so I was gonna couple this with, you know, big tall windows, mm-hmm. um again you can put you can put window dressings on those things you yeah. can put whether it's blinds or you know all kinds of stuff they're they're coming out with with good stuff in fact we have uh, solar screens on mm-hmm. ours to help you know keep the the heat out but i think that uh smart homes are going to be really important moving forward and the reason is not necessarily just for convenience mm-hmm. i think it's going to be for energy savings I think it's gonna go. Look, we're we're here more. Yeah. So I'm in my house a lot. I got more lights on. So I'm gonna gotta make sure I got you know LED stuff going on. I'm I like the the whole like I walk into the room and the light comes off. I you know go goes on. Sorry, walk out the light goes off. Some of those things I think are gonna be things that might be interesting. You know, smart thermostats to kind of you know work with different areas that are being used i even think that you know mini splits are going to be really helpful because during the day when you're not using a part of the house you're not going to want to necessarily heat or cool that part of the house yeah so all of these smart devices i think are going to add up and you go how can i become more green Mm -hmm. right like how can i save money and yet be in my house more often and plus, it's just, I, I think there is going to be inconvenience factor. Like, I'm, I'm in this place all the time. Yeah. How can I interact with my home a little bit better? I mean, the reality of it is it would be really great if I could be sitting in my office and go, it's lunchtime, all right, I'm going to look at my watch, know it's lunchtime, I'm going to turn the oven on real quick, mm-hmm. you know, so that whenever I walk in there, I can put stuff in and I don't have to wait, you know, all the, like. Because you know I'm not using the microwave. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when you don't have one in your home. That's right. right. So I I don't know. I think smart homes and finding ways to get rid of wastefulness mm-hmm. is going to be uh, something that we just look at in the future. Yeah. So have you seen uh, these smart blinds? Yes. Dude, I I can't afford them. But no. I can't either. I, but, I can't justify. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, I think that there will be a time, though, whenever justification form is gonna be okay. Because I mean, again, especially living in Houston, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so freaking hot. And the summer's like, some of this stuff is just it completely reduces the. Yeah, but to let, like you know to not have to mess with that stupid string. Ugh. That I mean, yes. That will affect so many people's mental health. <laughs> oh, yeah. No kidding. No kidding. You got any more? It'll save cats' lives, too. Well, oh. <laughs> but but uh, is that really a point? Well, it's, for some people, it is. <laughs> it's not, okay. Yeah. That's good. I like cats. Do you? Outside. Yes. Well, whenever you so, – I'm surprised you don't have a cat or two around here. We used to have a couple. Yeah. Just, I mean, six acres – yeah, keep the vermins away. I, yeah. The 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 big dog doesn't tolerate that. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, funny story sidebar for a moment. Uh huh. Um, I was on a college campus, the one that I, the one I graduated from, uh-huh. this past summer. I was Hanging out with some kids. <laughs> you graduated from college this past summer? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was there this past summer, <laughs> hanging out with some some it kids. Took you a while there. And uh, <laughs> and there there's cats. Oh, and there's been cats there since I went to college there, before Mm -hmm. then even. Yeah. And uh, this kid goes, why are all these cats around here? I was like, well, you know, like, there's rodents everywhere, and the cats keep the rodents away, you know? And the kid goes... There's rodents everywhere? And I was like, well, not anymore. There's cats. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're in this like cyclical conversation. <laughs> so it's like, no, that's why there's cats. You know, no, no rodent problem anymore. No rodent problem. No. Just an overabundance of cats. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I got another one. ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. So I think that we're going to see um, people moving out. Into the sparsely populated areas. uh, Places where they can get some land, places where they can maybe. I mean, and I'm not even talking about like a lot of land. I'm talking about like maybe a half acre, Mm -hmm. maybe an acre. um, Something where you're not like right up against someone else, just some
1: space. Space, Again, we're talking
0: about space, right? Uh, I I think living areas are going to get larger. I think that, you know, it's interesting. We actually intentionally bought. A, a home That was not open concept Right We now I remember but, you talking about this Yeah no, It's, now, not, your, it's not your jam n- Well it wasn't It's becoming more Now that my kids are a little bit older But I think at one point It was really good for us as a family Not to have open concept But I think now We would be a lot more open to it If we were going to build a house at this point I think we would build it open concept But having some space for your family To get outside And hmm. Maybe you know, maybe a fire pit, maybe a you know a swimming pool or something, just to kind of be outside, you know? Yeah. So, so. A, as you were as you were saying that, uh, it made me think because if you're if you're on a bigger lot, and, and again we've talked about this throughout the show, you know, a lot of the things that we've been discussing require a bigger house. hmm So you you have two options. You can do a bigger footprint, yep. Or you can go up up. So. Uh, the most recent data available is from 2019. What do you think is the average square footage of a house? Oh, okay. I was, I was surprised by this. I'm guessing the average square footage of a house, a residential, in in just, just average across the across United States. States. Yeah, 1,500 square feet. 1,500 square feet. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yep. The average is 2,300 square feet. Really? Yes. Huh. I that's shocking to me. It was to me too. What would you have guessed if you, I I would have probably guessed like around eighteen. Okay. If I was if I just had to guess. Okay. Um, but twenty three hundred is that's, that's that's pretty surprising to me. That's large.
1: I mean, so, typically,
0: I mean. 2,300 square feet. You've it got at least three bedrooms, two bath. Maybe four bedrooms, maybe, two yeah. and a half bath. You can probably, I mean, you yeah. can easily squeeze four bedrooms into 2,300 square feet. Oh yeah, we had. In fact, the first home we had was uh, 1950. Mm-hmm. Had four bedrooms, two and a half baths, and two living areas in it. So, uh, bold prediction from me. Okay. I I think, I think you're gonna see the average go up close to a thousand. So up to 33. Yeah. You think? I think so. It's interesting. I think it's, it's gonna have to. Yeah, I, it's interesting you say that because I mean, my wife and I've been talking about building a house at some point. Yep. And in my head, so we've got 2,400 square feet right now. Mm-hmm. In my head, like you're above average. Look at that. We are. How about that? <laughs> uh, in my head, I'm I'm thinking probably close to three uh-huh. is where we will probably want. Between 2,800 and 3,000 is probably where we'll wind up. Yeah. We got a four-four-two right now. We definitely would like to have at least a four-three. Um, you know, I think I think some people and like I'm not, not trying to sound like decadent or whatever, but I, I think some people need the opportunity to walk through like a ten-thousand-square-foot house. Oh, and, it's unbelievable. And and just see what that kind of room feels like. Yeah. You know, because it a, a lot of a, a lot of my clients have larger homes, mm-hmm. and it's always it's it's interesting to me how normal it feels after you've been in them for a little bit. Yes. You know, like it doesn't feel as big as you think it no. would. Um, and, and so what's the reason I, I say that is because I don't, to some degree, I don't think it matters because you can be creative with a lot with a small amount of space. Sure. You know, and make it feel big. Like I was talking about the windows and, and just different things. You can you can you know, we we were even talking the other day because we're we're about to redo all the the cabinets in our kitchen. And we were having a conversation like, what if we didn't have a refrigerator in our kitchen? Hmm. You know, like, cause we, re- I mean, like we, we legit don't need that big of a refrigerator. Okay. I mean, like we, we cook a lot of fresh food. Yeah. Um, we don't really utilize our freezer. Yeah. Um, and and if if we wanted to, we have a giant outdoor freezer. Exactly. I mean, like we. We just don't need it. And so we were talking about, like, what would it look like if we didn't have that? If we just had, like, an under-the-counter fridge for the stuff that we need to keep cool. Milk. Yeah. Butter. Eggs, that kind of stuff. With butter, you don't need. Yeah, we keep butter on the counter. Yeah. Um, Milk, eggs. Just, sorry if that grosses you out, but no, it's perfectly we do safe. We do, too. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, we were just, like, it would, and it would create a lot of space in our kitchen. Yeah. Um. But, anyway, I still think it's... Part of the reason I think it's good to do that just to kind of go through that exercise is to kind of see what opportunities a bigger footprint gives you. Yeah. And so then what from that do you really like that you would want to incorporate as a necessity into the smaller footprint? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's it's kind of a fun exercise. Yeah, I mean definitely you would, you would look at some things and go, okay, maybe I can't afford that, but how do I flex my space? Right. Right? I mean I, I'm – We've talked often about, like, look, very possible that instead of creating an office space in a new house, that it is an office, craft, and Murphy bed. Yes. Right? And it's also going to have a bathroom on there, right there because it's going to be – my my wife will be using it as a, as a home office. Yeah. And also as a guest bedroom, they've got their own bathroom right there. But, uh, man, Murphy beds are awesome. Yeah, great way to utilize they you know crazy space. Expensive, they though. they really are, but you can build them yourself. If you like, for me, for example, like I I do carpentry. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the the mechanisms are not that it's crazy. A, you know, you you can buy the mechanisms for uh, they're still expensive, right? Sure, seven fifty thousand bucks for for the mechanism. But then you build it out and put a mattress on it. It's not not too bad. But yeah, yeah like there's a place here called Walls and More and some other places like that. that and goodness, you can pay you can pay twenty five hundred to five thousand bucks for a yeah. Murphy bed. But again, you're you're getting a different amount of space. Yeah. Out of that, that can be really really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Know? No, I, I like the idea of a Murphy bed. Yeah. So one, I mean, just to just kind of put a put a bow on this and yeah. I think this one may be kind of obvious, but I, I think it's going to increase the the value and the cost of homes. I think people are, and I don't know how this is going to work with the the mini splits, because I do think you're right that we're going to be c- sort of compartmentalizing rooms that way. But I think I think people are going to begin to look a little bit c- closer at like filtration systems mm-hmm. and air purification systems. Yes. Um. Just I mean, one. I mean, like for. What it costs to install an HVAC system, it's not that big of an added cost to what those a lot of these different ones can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I know Jay, who has, has talked to me several times, that they have lots of options for that now. Mm. Um, that aren't, I mean, like, they're expensive, but I mean, like... But again, if you're putting in a new system already, mm-hmm. to add that, probably an extra 500 to to $1,000, most yeah. likely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I'd have to ask it, him. What, I, on, I, I, yeah, I, and I think it varies based off which one you use. Sure. You know, because like when we talked to to Caroline, you know, like she was she was saying like they have ones that they just plug in the wall and like yeah. that does the whole house. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that you know you could you can just do it that way. Yeah. Where you don't have to integrate to the HVAC, which you know if we're doing talking about like a mini split kind of a situation, that might be a better solution. Yeah. Um, because that way you're not having to like tie everything together. Right. Um. So, I don't, and, you know, and, you know, you go into like a Best Buy, you go into a Home Depot, those like they have all that stuff now mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. and you can get it for just a room. You can, you know, they have all, the, there's lots of different options. Yep. So I, I just think that if it's integrated into the house because it has traditional duct HVAC system, people are going to be paying attention to that kind of stuff. Sure. And I think real estate agents are going to pick up on that and be like, hey, did you know my listing, you know, is, is different from the other ones. Right. Because it has this. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I, I. Bottom line is, there's going to be a lot more creativity oh, in yeah. the way people live in their home. It's not just a place to sleep. It's not just a place to to eat and and those sorts of things. It's a place to truly live. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so anyway, if you guys have any uh, thoughts about any of this, or so there's something, you know, just Obvious that we miss, which there, there probably is, most definitely is. Yeah. Um. Let us know. I mean, we we want to we want to fill in those gaps and be able to talk about that kind of stuff on the show. Um. Anything else, Kev? No, I think that's it. Thanks for uh, downloading today's episode. Uh. Yeah. You can send that to info at homeownershow.com. You can check us out at homeownershow.com as well. And uh, go on iTunes if you would. We would really really appreciate it. Leave us a rating and a review. We'll even give you a shout-out on the show, and uh, thanks for subscribing if you haven't already do that, Um, but yeah, we're here each and every Tuesday, so thanks for tuning in, and uh, until next time, we'll see you later. See you.